Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been bringing you a message that was preached by a visiting missionary at a recent missions conference. His name is Mike Flick, a missionary from Malawi, Africa. The title of the message is, An Expected End. Brother Flick's exhortation to every Christian is to be a faithful witness for Christ in the midst of difficult times. We have a short journey through this life, and our best recourse as Christians is to serve the Lord with all of our hearts to His glory. Now, before we get to that message, we'd like to offer you a very helpful book entitled Be Joyful by Dr. Warren Wearsby. Dr. Wearsby skillfully opens up the book of Philippians and shows the child of God how to have real joy and contentment. This book and today's message are both free of charge. Stay tuned till the end of today's program for a phone number and address. And now to today's message. Missionary coming back from Africa one time, he'd been there for years, and as he was coming back, he was on the boat with President Teddy Roosevelt at the time. When President Roosevelt was coming back, he'd been there for just a short time in Africa, and this man, a missionary, he'd been there years, set up many churches, I don't know his name, fits real good with the story. And as he was approaching the American mainland, there was a parade and a bunch of people shouting and hooping and hollering for the arrival of the president, welcoming him home. This great leader that sacrificed a few measly days in Africa to do some political nonsense. And one of the men on the boat knew the missionary was there and came to him and said, sir, I know you've been in Africa for a long time and done so much for those people. And now... We're approaching the mainland and nobody's there to greet you. Nobody's there to thank you. Nobody recognizes you. There's no banners. There's no parade. There's no band. How does that make you feel? Here you are coming home and nobody. He said, sir, you've forgotten one thing. I'm not home yet. I'm not home yet. That man, that missionary has an expected end. He's occupied. He was occupied about the things of God. He was expecting the reward of the inheritance. And when that man steps through the gates of glory, he's going to be able to bow down in the presence of Jesus Christ and hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You don't know his name. You don't know what he did, but he did it for the Lord Jesus Christ and he will get rewarded. Now, does that describe you? Have I been talking about, can you fit in there? If we stand you next to these Malawians, next to that missionary, how do you fare? Maybe you don't fit there. Let's find where you are quickly. Verse 20, and another came saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I have kept laid up in a napkin, for I feared thee because thou art an austere man. Thou takest up that thou laidest not down and reapest that thou didst not sow. And he saith unto him, out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Now notice he's still a servant but he's a wicked servant. He, he wasn't faithful. He, wasn't, he was slothful. Thou wicked servant, thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up that I laid not down, reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank, that at my coming I might have required mine own with usury. And he said unto them that stood by, take from him the pound and give it to him that hath ten pounds. Listen, brethren, the first two men received the reward of the inheritance. That was their expected end. This man received rebuke and impoverishment. That was his expected end. You see in verse 24, it's very clear. He suffered loss. 
And the Bible says about the judgment seat of Christ that everything you've done after you were saved, the work that you did will be tried by fire. And if any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. But if any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss. Verse 24. But he himself shall be saved. He's a servant still. He's a wicked servant, but he's still saved. Yet so as by fire. Some of you, you have not been faithful in the very little. Some of you, you've not been occupied about the business of God. And when you get to heaven, you'll make it if you're saved, but you will receive rebuke and impoverishment. Jesus Christ will tell you off and then take away the reward that you might have had. Now listen, brethren, I don't think that this wicked servant was looking forward to the second coming of his Lord. I seriously doubt it. Do you, do you think that he was happy to see his Lord coming back? And there's some of you, man, we start singing about the trumpet sounding, the Lord descending, the preacher gets up and talks about Jesus coming back, and some of you sit there like a wooden Indian. You don't get stirred up in your heart and you wonder what everybody else is excited about, what, that, what is that crazy young man getting all excited about in the pulpit? And I'll tell you why you're like that. You are the wicked servant. You're not ready for Jesus to come back because you have not been faithful in the very little that he has given you. You're so comfortable down here. You have made your heaven on the earth. The Bible says in the last days, the church of the Laodiceans will have need of nothing, rich and increased with goods. You don't need heaven. You don't need Jesus Christ. You've been building bigger barns your entire life. You're happy right here where you are. Amen. You say, man, feel free. That is still the truth, brother. Even if you don't agree with it, it's true. You're not hot. You're not cold. You're comfortable. Just comfortable. Nice and lukewarm. Perfect right where you are. Don't want to change a thing. Got my retirement plan all in order. Got the house I've always wanted, the car I've always wanted. But brother, when you get to heaven, you'll not have the reward that you were seeking for. You'll receive rebuke and impoverishment. You, hey, this man, look what he did. He began to make excuses. He began to blame his Lord and said, I, I fear thee, it's your fault. You're a hard and austere man. Began to try to blame other people for his failures. Listen now, he had the same opportunity as the other two servants. He's probably in the same church. They were all there together when the Lord gave out the pounds. Yes, sir. He had the tools. He had the grace of God. He had the Bible. He had the spirit of God. He had a pastor. He had the instruction he needed, but he failed. And he tried to blame other people. Look, don't blame anybody but yourself if you get rebuke and impoverishment. It's your fault if you fail of the grace of God. God will give you the tools. You have to use them. He, he began to make excuses. Verse 21. Some of you doing the same thing this morning. Some of you, instead of praying about faith promise and what you can do, you're just making excuses and why you can't do anything. I'm not smart enough. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to teach. I don't have a good enough job. I don't have enough time. I can't give a lot. I'm not spiritual enough. My wife won't let me do it. Blah, blah, blah. One excuse after another. Talk is cheap and it cannot buy you a reward at the judgment seat of Christ. It'll get you nowhere. You can see what happened here. This man, he had done nothing. 
And look at the advice in verse number 23 that he was given. Maybe some of you need to hear this now. Maybe you realize that you have not done anything for Jesus Christ. Maybe you are the one making the excuses. Maybe you're just sitting around mully grubbing, as they say in North Carolina, crying, I can't do anything. I'm just so useless. I'm just so worthless. Verse number 23, here's what you need to do. Wherefore then gavest not thou my money into the bank? Hey, hey, you slothful man. You too lazy to get out and do something for Christ? Make an investment. You say, Brother Mike, I'm going to get rebuke and impoverishment. I don't want that. Make an investment. He says, put the money in the bank. That way, when I come back, I'll, I'll get something out of it. He could have avoided the rebuke and the impoverishment. All he needed to do, the Lord said, you didn't have to do anything else. Just give it to somebody else and let them do something with it. You know what you have? You know, you folks have a great opportunity. You have a chance to give something from what God has given you into that faith promise, missions giving, make an investment in the bank of God, put that money into missions, let God and the missionary multiply that thing, multiply your seed sown. And the Bible says, he hath dispersed abroad all these flags, foreign countries abroad. He hath dispersed abroad, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. You can provide for yourself bags that wax not old, have a treasure in heaven. All you have to do is make the investment. You say, I don't think that'll work. Oh, you don't? Look at verse number 15. What's the last word in verse 15? Trading. You know what trading is? You got something I need. I got something you need. Let's make a trade. You know what I got? I got time. I don't have a job, uh, secularly speaking. I got time. But I ain't got no money because I ain't got no job. You know what you folks got? Money. Amen. Now I sound like a real preacher. You got money. I can feel the Holy Ghost coming in now. <laughs> Whoop, there he went right out the other door. <laughs> Some of you folks just scared him right out of here. <laughs> Listen now, I got time, but I don't have money. You have money, but you don't have time because you're taking all your time to go make the money. You know what we can do? Make a trade. Let's make a trade, and that way there's an equality so that at the judgment seat of Christ, we part alike. We both get a piece of the reward of the inheritance, and you avoid the rebuke and impoverishment. It's an opportunity, folks. Peter said the end of all things is at hand. Are you ready for that? We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, An Expected End, by Mike Flick, a recent guest speaker at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. Before the Jews' captivity in Babylon, the Lord used Jeremiah to prophesy to Israel that they would once again return to their land of promise. And in his message today, Brother Flick used this event in Israel's history, making application to us as Christians. We too have a period of time, which is our life, in a place that is not our home, and yet we have an expected end of going to heaven when this life is over. Now because these things are so, it is absolutely vital that we as saved, born-again children of God be faithful in fulfilling our Lord's Great Commission and be out and about telling lost people how to be saved. Now as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, we'd like to offer this month a very helpful book entitled be Joyful by Dr. Warren Wearsby. In his book, Dr. Wearsby takes the reader through the book of Philippians and brings out some tremendous truths. He points out many of the things that steal our joy. 
why we don't need to worry, and in addition he lays out some good guidelines on the secrets of contentment. We encourage you to order this book today. Both the book and today's message are free of charge. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. No contributions, please. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.